How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to None of the Movie Pod. I'm Zach Williamson with Ross Cutsforth and Lou Goosens today. Okay, so Watchmen episode five. This episode, I say it every week, but this episode truly felt like a continuation of the graphic novel. Squid finally we got to see. That didn't wasn't in the movie. Getting to finally see the squid was awesome. And the beginning was very intense too. Yeah, it just makes sense why Looking Glass wears a mask all the time. It's not really because he's a Rorschach, you know, like he idolizes that guy. He really feels safer when he wears that thing. He's just a fucked up individual. And why he lives in a bunker. Yeah, I was reading the PDPDF files about the pills and the pills are pretty insane. And the pamphlet, do you guys read that? About the extra dimensional anxiety or whatever? Yeah, the PD files this week, they had that. It looks like a Viagra ad, you know what I mean? Yeah, it had all the cautions about don't take it if this, this, or this is wrong with you. Yeah, dude, shit. I mean, that beginning was good. Even the transitions in this show, every time, worked so good. It just transitioned from the squid with the New York music playing into that New York ad. Wait, what was the ad on? Just getting people to come back to New York. It had a fucking, what's his name, from The Sopranos at the end. Which guy? Moltisanti, that's his last name. <laughs> Christopher, he's Tony's right-hand guy. Oh, really? Christopher Moltisanti or whatever. Yeah. That was a little cameo. Do you guys think that the squid attack, did that give him some sort of power? Do you think that he survived from the mirrors or what's your guys' theory? Oh, you think the squid attack maybe gave him the power to see if people are telling the truth or not? It seems like he has some sort of intuition with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe that's just from the severe trauma or whatever. He has, a, he has an intuition. Yeah. I mean, it could be. But we know that psychics are real in this universe. Yeah. Wait, who else is a psychic? When Ozymandias, how he makes the squid is he kills this woman who's a psychic and uses her abilities in the squid bomb. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So there's that tie back. Damn. So that's canon that it, it could potentially be that. I don't think that the mirrors necessarily save him, though, just because. When he walked outside, there was people everywhere, you know, who had survived randomly. Yeah, but they could have been protected by something else because most of the people were dead. There's mainly people that were inside buildings, it seemed like, that were coming out. No, there was people just chilling on the ground. That one guy was sitting there and his oh, ears okay. were still bleeding out. I thought that too at first, but on rewatch, you could just see that people were poking their head up off the ground and stuff. On what you think, Luke? It seems like some people got lucky, dude. I mean, the Hiroshima bomb probably didn't kill absolutely everybody who was outside. That's kind of the same thing. It was like the shockwave that killed most of the people. Yeah, because when it drops, it instantly dies, but it shot off that shockwave. I don't even know. How far is Jersey even from New York? Either you guys know? It's over the water. Just, yeah, right across the river. Yeah, that would still be in the blast range for sure. All right, moving on. There was some good foreshadowing in this episode as well, beginning just with the church, how they're talking about, oh, if we find this church, we'll find it. And it didn't end up being a church. The lettuce with Red Scare. All that was at the beginning of the episode. It ties in at the end. Oh, so I think, you know, we need to probably clear up that scene where Wade is watching, you know, you know, as well as eating his beans. One of our followers is asking if, his, if he was watching like superhero porn. And no, that was just him watching the American Hero story, I think. Yeah. Wasn't that just the show or the movie or whatever it was? Yeah, it's just the TV show in the universe that yeah, they've shown yeah. scenes of going through. So that's that. 
And it just alludes to something I think I've talked to Luke about on a pod before. Just there was this whole theory that Hooded Justice and Captain Metropolis were gay and Sally Jupiter was Hooded Justice's girlfriend, but it was a cover up. Well, yeah. And in the PDPedia files, too, was talking about that, how their chemistry was really bad. Mm-hmm. That's in the PDPedia file this week, too. But that was also in the graphic novel, all this stuff. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? What do you mean, what? What was in the graphic novel? The little hints that they that she was covering up for him. Like what? I'm pretty sure her manager, what was that guy's name? Lawrence? Wasn't he the one who suggested that they cover it up, that Sally dates him? Because remember, they had that big incident with Silhouette. Wait, I thought that was... For the, she was living with another woman, so she had to get kicked out of the Miniman. I thought that guy was the one that suggested they cover up the comedian and the first Silk Spectre. Yeah, he, cover, he said they should cover that up, too. Same guy. Oh, okay. So he just says to cover up everything. Yeah, yeah. He was Sally Jupiter's first husband. Hmm. Oh, Luke. Yeah, it did. And then the PDP file this week, it confirmed that she never had sex with him. She never even like seen his face, anything. Ooh. Sally Jupiter never hooked up with Hooded Justice. Yeah, it literally said he or she didn't see any part of his skin. Yeah, completely confirmed. Like, any part of him. Yeah. Oh, from what? It was in the PDP files. I know, but where do you get that information from? Oh, it was from, I think it was from testimonies from them. It was something like Sally Jupiter had talked about incident there was under the hood there was one time she went on a tour and she mentioned it and another interview right ross there was three things yeah they decided as docs in it yeah there was three sources yeah we know pd he's a super nerd for all this stuff yeah yeah next clearly clones are pretty big part in this world too you know they had cloned employees cloned dogs yeah no kidding i assume lady true she must own that facility right is that what you guys are thinking too on titan I'm talking about the facility that Wade went to to get the pills checked oh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Titan, what are you talking about? Oh, I was talking about the moon that Ozymandias is on. Or is it he on Europa? Europa, yeah. Yeah, moon of Jupiter. That actually was confirmed by Damon Lindelof to confirm 100%. He's on Europa. Yeah. Yeah, you guys want to talk about that? Sure. What's your theory? I mean, he's clearly on Europa due to Dr. Manhattan because... He's the only person in my mind that could put him there and make this whole place. I mean, it really feels like it's Dr. Manhattan that put him there. Yeah, Dr. Manhattan said he was going to go make life in the rest of the universe. Yeah. So maybe he's dabbling with clone technology. I feel like it's not Dr. Manhattan because Dr. Manhattan, I think he would make better clones or make better humanoids than that. No, I think he would too. More intelligent life than that. So I thought maybe Dr. Manhattan just gave Ozymandias the ability, the tools to make clones. And then Ozymandias obviously isn't as good as at it. Well, he said they're not his creations. Ozymandias said that. And they referred to their master as he. Remember that too? So that I think that I'm on the same page with you guys. That it's Dr. Manhattan, but it's like, why is he doing this? Yeah. What's his reasoning? It makes sense that you would take the smartest man in the world if you're trying to imprison him and put him on a different planet. But why? You know? Yeah, I don't know. That's where I'm stumped too, because it feels like Dr. Manhattan's the only person that could do that. I just don't know what his motivations for doing that would be. Do you think, I haven't, I can't remember if any of the PE files said that he launched satellites or anything, but how did he know exactly when that satellite was going to be there? Was it because of the watch? Is that what connects? Is that the tie back to the watches in the past couple episodes episodes with him? Yeah, maybe he's been keeping track of time out there. Maybe there's one moment where he thinks he can actually get out there and write a message yeah. just based off 
however this system works. I think that has to be it. Maybe that'd be why it took him so long. He's at year five right now. What's the game warden going to do to him, though? Probably nothing. Or I don't think that they know that he wrote that message that said, help me D. We didn't get to see the rest of the message. What do you guys... That's it's, It would seem too obvious if it says, help me Dr. Manhattan, right? Would that be a twist for you? Probably a twist, I guess, since yeah. we all think it's Dr. Manhattan. I don't think it's Dr. Manhattan. Okay, you, you don't think, think it is? Like, no. And it's got something to do with Lady True. I don't know what, but... Because she's the one that bought his company. Do you think she has the technology, though, to put him on Europa? Fuck yeah, dude. She's got fucking flying hover cars, dude. And yeah. a huge-ass space. Europa's a trek, though. Yeah, it's out there. What is that thing that, that she has? That huge tower? What do you call that again? Millennium. Millennium clock. clock. Yeah, and you don't even know what that thing does. We all know it does something sinister, but we don't know what it does. Yeah, yeah true. She could have the technology, but she's been building that thing for a while, it seems. That, and he would have been out there since 2012. That was seven years before where we're at. It's a sinister ass name, Millennium Park. You don't know what it does, dude. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and they have teleportation yeah. technology. They could have just teleported his ass yeah. out there. That is true. That's a good point. I was thinking about that too, but how would they even sustain life other? How did they make that weird realm that has clouds and shit on the inside? And then it just has a very. Th- wispy wall that they can just shoot through and stuff <laughs> Crispy i think it makes sense developing from the technology vite had in the 80s he had that facility in antarctica yeah and he was cloning animals out there so if we're going with luke's theory someone could have just built on his technology or himself even that's why i think is lady true because she bought his entire company meaning all his technology we know she's a mastermind smart as fuck so she could have just kept going, you know? I really don't think it's Dr. Manhattan, though. I could see both. It feels too rudimentary to be Dr. Manhattan. Oh, so? It's clear that he wanted to go there originally. He said he saw it as a paradise. That's why I was thinking maybe he made some kind of deal with Dr. Manhattan to have him send him out there. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Which is, why would Dr. Manhattan do it? That's the question we keep coming back to. Yeah, that's the other thing. Why would Dr. Manhattan give a fuck? He'd be like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I watched you kill 3 million people. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And he didn't even give a fuck about the 3 million people. No, no. he just agreed to let it go. And then he dipped out. Yeah. That's why I think it's going to be something that's going to be fleshed out in later episodes. Yeah. Do you think when he was writing Help Me D, it could have been Dan Dryberg? Oh, maybe. Oh, too. Just because we know that he has the Merlin Corporation. Yeah. But he's in jail right now. Maybe he's in one of those really nice facilities. Where he's so allowed to do shit, but he's in jail. It doesn't seem like that, dude. They really hate superheroes. I think he's locked up. Yeah. Unless they somehow relay that message to him in prison. But damn. I don't even know how that would happen. I love how Vite was using bodies, too, to escape. That was another reference to Black Freighter. That was literally the same thing that he used to build that ship in Black Freighter. Yeah, that's fucking... <laughs> yeah, his comrades' <laughs> yeah. bodies. Damn, they're hitting it home with the Black Freighter references. His whole storyline is a Black Freighter story. Yeah. The Black Freighters of this story. The reveal with Joe Keen, that one felt like we all saw that one coming, yeah? It was nice that they just got that out of the way. I feel like even from episode one, you're just thinking this guy is definitely up to some shit. Yeah, and he's just spiteful because he's seen the tapes that he knows Robert Redford's in on this whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you guys think about that scene, though? Looking Glass watching that? I just meant even about him revealing. It just seems 
to me, with how smart Vite is, is that he would know that that tape would get leaked. I mean, that guy said when he got initiated in the Senate, they showed him pretty much. Yeah, I don't know how he wouldn't think that tape would get leaked either. Because even in the comics, he killed all of his super loyal servants because he didn't want anything to leak about it, what was going down with him with the squid. He just sends out this tape. Interesting. On the flip end, too, that he revealed himself as a superhero, too. That's how he got famous when he came out after. So he does, I guess, like to get credit for the things he's done. But this seems, with your, if your whole goal was to make unite the world, this is not a good move to be to make a tape of yourself admitting it. No. Maybe they're just showing that his weakness is pride or whatever. Yeah, I guess. That's a good point. Back on the whole teleportation thing. So do you guys think then this is going to tie into what they're doing with all those bombs? They're going to drop some bomb somewhere. They're going to drop it on the Millennium Clock. or And they're just going to teleport it in and just blow it up simultaneously. I can't think of anything they want to blow up besides the police facility or that clock. And why else would she specifically say this thing is impervious to anything short of a nuclear blast? That's such a giveaway that something's going to happen. We'll see, though. Another thing was... Looking Glass was being stupid as fuck when he went in there by himself, too. I know, dude. God, I was like, what are you doing, Billy? Why didn't he wait for backup? Even though technically he wasn't talking to actually backup, but I still would have waited. Yeah, he didn't wait that long, that's for sure. There could have been armed guards and dozens of cavalry yeah, people in there just walking straight into that and getting taken hostage. <laughs> he looked like such a dumbass. Oh, maybe because he was drunk, dude. He was just in the moment. Oh, I guess, yeah. I don't have a good reason for that, yeah. That was kind of a stupid move by him. That's probably the first fuck-up we've seen him have in the show. Yeah. Definitely feels like a good guy, though. Yeah. No, I agree. Now that we know his whole background. He's just a Latter-day Saint. Mormon? Was a Mormon, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what he was? Wasn't he? I don't know. Yeah. Talking about something with God, I can't remember which one. (laughs) Oh, I was saying Latter-day Saints. Latter-day Saints are Mormon. Like the people that walk around in the white shirts, yeah. Yeah, Mormon. That's a Mormon. Oh, I thought it was... No, dude, they're the same. Thing. Oh, I thought it was slightly different. I just didn't even connect that he was a Mormon. I have a theory for you guys, too, that I was thinking about. Mm. Drop it. So I think that Cal, her husband, I think that he could be Dr. Manhattan. He's Dr. Manhattan? That's why... Oh, you think that's why he said the... Just like random... There's no heaven thing. That's to his one daughter. reason, just how blunt he was with atheism. That's very Dr. Manhattan like. Yeah. They alluded to some event that happened in Vietnam. We don't know the two biggest events of that guy's life that they've alluded to. The whatever happened in Vietnam with his accident. Do you think his accident could have been with Dr. Manhattan? I think that the timeline might match up when Dr. Manhattan was over there. Maybe he figured out how to make himself because Cal is always the one too that says Dr. Manhattan can't change colors. He's blue. Is he that old, though? Well, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't age. I feel like he'd have to be... Yeah, that wouldn't matter. Dude, doesn't Angela say when Will was like, what if I'm Dr. Manhattan? She's like, Dr. Manhattan's not black. <laughs> he says something like that. He says he's fucking blue and lives on Mars. Oh, really? I thought she said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right. It's something like that. And we don't know Dude, where he yeah. was on the White Knight. They haven't shown that event yet. He had to have been there. Yeah, they show a little snippet on the white night. Yeah, he was. He was in the living room with her. Oh, oh, you're saying what happened? No, he was talking about the clocks. Like he kind of knew something was going to happen, and then he disappeared when stuff went down. Damn, that's true. Well, he saved her, obviously. Yeah. Well, he might have. I mean, we don't. They haven't actually said how she got saved, right? 
I don't think that they said that he straight up saved her. If someone had been cast as Dr. Manhattan, that news would have been reported already unless it was someone on this cast that we just don't suspect. And just the fact that they told him he had to get ribbed for this movie, that he had to get in Black Manta shape. Oh, dude, you're so right. That's good, dude. Lori Blake always commenting on how attractive he is. She said that twice. Damn. Fuck, (laughs) that's so good, dude. You're so good at this. Fuck. Okay, and this was the last one. This is the last time when I was looking at the the title of the episode on accident, there's the one that's called a God walks into a bar and his name is Cal a bar. Yeah. No fucking way, dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Also Cal, Cal L Superman. They always call him the Superman of this universe, dude. Okay. And this one, I don't know about this one. This, this might be a stretch, but I was looking at back of the PD files today. Dan Dryberg, who is obsessed with King Arthur and all that era, he named that dildo Excalibur. Excalibur. Abar. I mean, it's, it could be a play on words. I could be kid. I could yeah. be reaching. That's a little bit of a reach. But everything else is real yeah, good, dude. For sure. Well, X, like X. Oh, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan X. Yeah, keep that's going. Some good, all right. That's yeah. some good research yeah. on that, though, for sure. But I don't know if they... Fuck, that's good. I was like, I can't wait to tell these ones this one. They're going to need to think it's so stupid, but we'll see. No, that was really good, dude. He's one of the characters that we also haven't, they haven't really fleshed him out as much as these other guys now. Like that we just finally saw Looking Glass's background. It feels like they're going through and showing all the main characters where they're at. And yeah, just his demeanor. Most of it's just been focused on Sister Night, though. Not really. At first, it felt like that. At first, like the first two episodes, and then the last one was all... I guess Lori Blake. Lori, and then the, all Looking Glass. There was one in between, too, that was back to her perspective. But next week, it looks like it's going to be some sort of trippy vision trip on this those pills. After she just downed that shit. Oh, my God, dude. She getting hot. What you guys think is going to happen to look... I didn't get that, either. They're just going to go and kill him after he did what they said? Is it because they're just trying to cover their tracks? I don't know. It ended right as they're fucking bust, about to bust on the door. Yeah, you know that boy has booby traps set up. He's got that house home alone style for sure. Well, yeah, he's paranoid as fuck. <laughs> he's going to fight him off. I hope he does. I was sad when they pulled up. I was like, God damn it. That's <laughs> a good cliffhanger. Every episode from here on out is just going to keep getting better. Yeah, that was the best episode yet. Yeah, they've been getting better and better. Jeremy Irons says the ending. I agree, dude. That's what happens with a good show, you know? Like each episode just builds off each other and gets better and better. And we're hooked. Yeah. yeah. Like Game of Thrones season one. <laughs> always, we always bring back Game of Thrones, but damn, that show. For real, that show was it for a long time. This show is good. This is probably my favorite show this year, easily. I wouldn't say easily over The Mandalorian, but... I'm saying easily. Definitely my favorite so far. Yeah. The Mandalorian's pretty sick. The though. Mandalorian doesn't have the depth to it that this has. Also, we've only seen two episodes of The Mandalorian so far, but we've seen two five episodes of this, of this of this show. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. We had, if we look back at our theories from then, they're probably so different. That's true. This show is fucking great. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Any other references you guys caught? The Pale Horse was totally the replacement for Schindler's List. Just imagine all the Oscar bait shows, movies that came out from the Squid Attack. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and they're they're eleven two. Sorry, nine eleven and all that. Because it wouldn't have happened. There'd be no New York. There would be no 9-11. Dude, shit would happen so differently after that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot one little thing. So Damon Lindelof confirmed there will be one episode without Adrian Veidt. So how's that changed the lineup? That means oh, man. 
that he's going to pop back up. Does that mean he dies? Sorry. So there's one episode where it skips over. We don't even see him there. We don't even see him on Europa. Did he say that or did he say... Or it's the last episode. And he dies in the second to last. Fuck, I don't know. Or it could just be... I don't know. All he said is that you will not see one episode with him in it. But I didn't take it as... When I was reading it, I didn't take it as the very last episode. I felt maybe more when he gets off the rock, potentially, finally leaves there, and then he doesn't show up the next episode. So he'd show up episode eight on Earth, and that would tie him back into, let's say, if he's the meteor that crashes down, and somehow Lady True knew about it. She was just waiting for him to fall, that kind of thing. And then it would continue from there. Captured his ass. And Dr. Manhattan right then figures out that he escaped, and that's why he crashes the whole castle at the very beginning. Yeah. Okay. But that's just how you took it, though. Okay, so his what his exact interview is, or what his exact quote was, is that every installment that we get of the nine episodes, there's only one episode where you don't get a Vite installment. The storytelling, he didn't fit in there. Okay, so it could be... Every one you get with him, a year lapse happens in between each episode. Oh, fuck. A year? That's nice to know that's confirmed. It says each installment takes place on another anniversary of another year that he spent, wherever the hell he's spending it. That's cool. Fuck. That is cool. Didn't you tell us that last episode? That that's some Christopher Nolan type shit. Just a different. Did I tell you the last conversion. episode? No, this interview came out yesterday, Wednesday. Maybe you speculated that or something. Oh yeah, because of the candles. Yeah, I mean it's nice to get the confirmation, so we know that he's <laughs> he's gonna at least be there for another episode or two. He ain't getting off yet. Yeah. There wasn't really a ton in the PD files this week that I thought really stuck out. Besides what we've already talked about. There was just that the comedian was 16 when he tried to sexually assault Sally Jupiter. Didn't know that. I didn't know that either, that he was 16 and she was... She was 20, yeah. That means he was beating fucking criminal's ass at like 14 or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, for a year before that, 15. Yeah, no, that's fucking crazy. And Lori didn't wear a mask as Silk Spectre, but she wore one as the comedian. But that makes sense because if she was still being a vigilante. And it confirmed that she took a plea deal that required her to become a special agent. Yeah, so that's it. That was the only thing out of the PD files this week. And did you guys see Alan Moore, who was the creator of Watchmen, what his take was on superheroes this oh, his week? Comment. Wow. Oh, dude. It was like an unearthed interview from 2017. Like Marvel superheroes? Just like I think it's just wild, like it's interesting, you know what I mean? It's his take on superheroes. I feel like the way you're saying wild was like it was out there. It is out there. It's interesting. It's his own take. This guy created Watchmen. It makes sense with his story that he wrote. So he hates. Oh yeah, he hates superhero. <laughs> he, he was talking. He was commenting on like superhero yeah. movies now, and just the obsession. I mean, he definitely does have some valid points in it, though. Yeah, he said modern superhero culture is embarrassing. That was his first line. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and a Fuck. little worrying. Okay, but there was one part in this shit, man. Oh, when he was talking about how superheroes are the continuation of like the white dream or what like the Aryan master race dream is or whatever. That's a little stretch. I don't know. He's talking about Superman and Batman and all of them. These perfect white males is what he was saying. I don't think he mentioned Superman or anything. He, well, no, he was just saying, referring to characters like that, like Captain America and shit. That's, that's how I took it for a long there. Yeah. I thought he was making pretty good points. He's just saying like, it's his opinion, you know, that, he can think it's embarrassing or whatever. But his last part where he says the whole, the birth of the nation part was, yeah, that's, I thought was that maybe was the a little part wild. I was wild. He said that he thinks there's a good argument 
that Birth of a Nation is the first American superhero movie. And it's the point of origin for all masked superheroes and capes and all that. I was like, all right, guy. I guess I've never actually seen that movie, though. So It's KKK propaganda. Yeah. I know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but other than that, what the fuck? Here, I'll just. <laughs> I see what he's saying, though. He's just saying that. Dude, he's not even American. Fuck him. I don't think that makes his opinion invalid, though. Yes, it does, dude. That he's not American? Trying to comment on our history, dude. <laughs> what he's trying to say is that most popular superheroes are all pretty much white males. And he's saying that the comic book movies are glorifying these stereotypes of white males and stuff. And he's saying that's kind of what is is forcing our society to accept what is normal, I guess is kind of what I'm taking from what he's saying. I mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but... He's saying that's bad. Jeez, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this guy oh, is known yeah. to hate everything, though, too. He hates all of the adaptions off of his comic that he sold. He hates... He didn't even like the show that they made for Swamp Thing, I don't think. This guy doesn't like anything. I mean, he still has... His right to his opinion of to course. hate the adaptions, even if he sold them. Yeah. I mean, he's didn't he sell them for money? Didn't he sell his own adaptions for money? I mean, if I had the chance to sell an adaption for millions of dollars, I would do it too. I'd be like, fuck yeah. But I could still say, oh, your adaption sucks. <laughs> yeah, but he disowned this one before it even came out. <laughs> he doesn't even watch the show. Ooh. Um, I honestly feel like he might. Oh, he doesn't watch it? Then he doesn't know it sucks. Fuck him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He hasn't watched this. He didn't like any of the comic spinoffs or whatever. What do you mean the spinoffs? They did before Watchmen, kind of like a prequel into some of the characters. There's some other Watchmen spinoff comics is what I'm saying that weren't written by him. So, Zach, where did you read that that wasn't canon then? I don't consider it canon because it, it that might have been just my own opinion when I was reading it. Cause it just, what I'm saying is some of the stuff breaks narratives that don't make sense for some of the characters in the comic, in the real comic, the original comic. And this show doesn't recognize it at, at all either. Does that make sense? I was taking yeah. this Canon. So that in my mind means that yeah. this show's Canon and the graphic novels are Canon. Any other spinoff? Like there's a fucking comic line where Dr. Manhattan fights Superman. He just fucks him up. Like that shit's not Canon. It's some, <laughs> some else world's shit or whatever. Flash first. Well, yeah, but that's like an alternate yeah, universe. Just, that, I guess that's how you could just put those comics. It's like a different Watchmen timeline, I guess, but it's not this one. Are all the comics like that, though? There's only been two other comic lines connected to Watchmen, I think, released. The before Watchmen one. Dr. Manhattan would wash Superman, though, right? Yeah, he fucks him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before Watchmen, that was the series published in 2012. That's why I had never heard of this shit because it came out in 2012. No, no, in our opinion, though. Yes. In your Dr. opinion. Dr. Manhattan. Who would win? Yes, okay. Luke, what about you? Superman. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I just want to say it's a fucking oh, rouse you. Superman? <laughs> Fuck you. Fucking dematerialized matter. Superman has a weakness. I don't know if this guy has one. Yeah, dude. Fuck, he doesn't have a weakness. That's like OP. It's kind of bullshit. Well, yeah. His character is just made to be... Yeah, so that's why he wrote him, though, just to make fun of superheroes because they're never in real threats. They're never in real danger. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other ones are... No one else in the Watchmen universe actually has superpowers. Okay. Anyway, I just had this whole Julia Roberts, Harriet Tubman thing. Other than that... What? <laughs> oh. 
Julia Roberts is going to be playing Harry Tubman? About this? Yeah, so, no, no. She's not really going to play. Whoa. Oh, do we have a black face in order? Okay. So a Harriet movie came out earlier this month. Oh, and this writer had been working on this movie for over 20 years. He said the first time he pitched it to a studio, the president of the studio loved it, loved the script, said we should cast Julia Roberts as Harriet Tubman. It's been so long, no one's going to remember. Wow. <laughs> what? This is oh, really fuck. <laughs> Wait, when this, did this happen? Okay, sorry. Like, did this mean when the story broke or when did this, when was that said? When was that spoken? Yeah, what was that? He said? said that in 1994. So not that long ago. <laughs> oh, wow. That was even closer to when Harry Tubman was alive. What a fucking crazy guy. And she's a legend. I don't think that many people have forgotten about it. <laughs> yeah, people would be very mad. I don't know. Even back then, dude, people would not be good with that. Dude. Yeah, it just shows how out of touch a lot of these execs are. No. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm glad Julia turned it down. She's just out here minding her own business. This is just some studio what? exec suggested it. There's rather, I guarantee there's no way that she would agree to do that role. Nah, she's not involved actually at all. No. Oh, Damn. It's Honestly, so if Julia bad. Roberts got cast, that would probably be the most whitewashing of all time. If they cast a white person as Harriet Tubman. Yeah, that's bad. Okay. Yeah, what the fuck? All right, boys. That's silly. it. That's all I got this week, I think. We did get a couple of fan cues, which I will read now. Let's see. So okay. first one from at JoeFigure81. What do you guys think of this whole Snyder Cut situation? Ross, you want to go? <laughs> oh, shit. Snyder Cut? I mean, I don't see why not. I, I don't particularly want it. But if people want it that bad, I don't see why they don't just release it. It's not like that movie's making any fucking money. <laughs> that first movie is trash, Justice League. What? What was your? What was your? The question, question is okay. Sorry. So there, he was asking, "What do we think about this whole Snyder cut movement that's been picking up?" It's so Snyder. Sorry. So let me start over. Justice League came out two years ago, two days ago, and there was a big movement on its two year anniversary to try to get the release of Snyder cut. Something that's been building up, and even on that day, Zack Snyder tweeted it. Gal Gadot tweeted it. Ben Affleck tweeted about it. Released a Snyder Cut. All the actors did it, except for Henry Cavill. He's the only one who hasn't jumped in on it. But even Henry Cavill said this week that he didn't think Justice League worked at all. And the big controversy is, is that Zack Snyder was brought in and his daughter died while they were filming. And while that all was happening, they decided, like right after WB decided to get rid of him and bring in Joss Whedon, they decided to bring him in. He directed the first Avengers movie, for example. Damn, Zack Snyder's daughter Yeah, she died. died. That's sad. She committed suicide, I think. Jesus. Then they just kick him off the movie? Fucking dicks. Because they needed... Well, for one, I think that they just wanted... Because they had to do a bunch of reshoots after, so it must have been because they needed to get the movie done, maybe. But apparently, his vision for his movie was very different. He was going to have a whole other villain in it. Who was going to be in it, Ross? Oh, Darkseid? Dude, Darkseid's way cooler than the villain that we got Yeah, to. was his name? Steppenwolf? That guy was garbage villain. One of the worst villains of all time. Just a joke. And Darkseid is probably the most badass villain in DC's roster. It seems like in the Snyder Cut, they were going to kill Steppenwolf really quickly and then deal with Darkseid, the actual villain. It's a completely different movie, essentially. Instead of having Superman yeah, be the second instead villain? Of the whole, they'd bring Superman back a lot quicker, I assume, too. It'd probably be the other way around. They handle 
Stefan Wolf on their own, bring him back to actually fight Darkseid. They would definitely need yeah. Superman. And Zack Snyder had this whole arc of films where he was going to end with Batman sacrificing his life at the very end. He had another Batman movie planned and then a Justice League 2. <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. My feeling is that... Yeah, maybe not. If they though. do eventually... <laughs> it seems like they could release this movie with HBO Max because think about it. HBO is completely fucking up for one, not having a Game of Thrones show ready to go on launch next year. That's a huge mess up on their end. Not have that like be within range of their, you know, their whole series launching with like, what else are they going to launch with that? Someone's like, okay, I immediately need to go download HBO max to watch the show at launch. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's such a huge selling point. Fucking game of Thrones sequel or prequel. Yeah. And and exactly. So if you're trying to get some DC fans, maybe this could be your move to release a Snyder cut. But my opinion is that it's probably not that much better of a movie. I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's going to be that much better. Yeah, that's kind of my opinion too. That's why I don't really give a fuck, honestly, because a movie's pretty bad to start with. I don't think it'd be that much better, but I don't see Yeah, why, why not, not release like, it at this point? Everyone wants it. Clearly, people hated your movie that you put out. It didn't make the money you thought anyway. Here's a way to maybe make some money on HBO Max. And if it yeah, finally comes exactly. out of its past, then we don't have to hear about it ever again. Exactly. Put all those fools around. Yeah, geez. Second question at S. Draconitis. Do you think it's possible that Yoda's species reproduces asexually? Maybe the species even replicates itself after X number of years. Or it could be something that parallels, like, let's say when Anakin was born, something on the light side was born since they're born the same year. Oh, dude. Honestly, oh, that's fucking good. Yeah, honestly, Bryce was telling me about a theory he had where Yoda species is just one of Yoda species, or it could be two, a female and a male version. And as one is going into decline, the next one is coming up. So it's kind of a transfer of power through those ones. You know what I'm saying? So Yoda, as he was going into his decline and dying, he was transferring his power into the younger one that's going to replace his role in the species. Okay, so yeah, there'd always there could be at least four then potentially is what you're saying alive at one point. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time they're and they're just born with the force. Yeah, there's just these ultimate like force beings. So why would what would have happened when Yoda was born that they the force said I need to balance this out? What happened 900 years? The only thing I can think of in canon that was even close to that would have been when Darth Bane started the rule too, but that was a thousand years. So he wouldn't yeah. have been, he might've been alive, but he would have been on his serious decline, probably almost getting killed by his own Padawan. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Either, I, don't know man. Fuck. <laughs> I don't have an answer on this one. It's an interesting theory though. It, yeah. There's so many ways that could go with this. I'm excited. See, that's what I think the Mandalorian is pretty cool. Honestly, has us making theories about this. Yoda yeah, shit. For real. I think that's it, boys. That's all I got. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Sounds good. Any reviews? We got a bad review. <laughs> oh, shit. We got a bad really? review. Read it, dude. Not binge worthy. This show desperately needs a host that keeps the discussion on topic and drives the show forward. So that's throwing mad shade at me. Goddamn. Mostly good opinions what and information fuck? when they stay on topic. <laughs> But they are all over the place. Comes off like a stream of conscious from inside and 20-something with extreme age ADHD. What the fuck? Like, what, boy? <laughs> what? 
Fuck that. The disrespect. Dude, you probably listened to one pod and there was just one part hey. where we. Dude, I think you're a great host, okay? Thanks, yeah, I, you. <laughs> I think you're a great host, too, Zach. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Jimothy. Thanks for shouting us on Twitter, man. And Bazi Zantos. Thanks, guys. That's all we got for shout outs. Make sure to leave us a review on Apple. Follow us on Twitter at Not a Movie Pod, at Culture Craig for News. Next pod we're going to put out, we're going to talk Mandalorian episode three. I think that'll drop Monday or Tuesday. So follow, also follow our Twitter at SWTweets. That's our Star Wars account. What else? Subscribe to our YouTube. It's under Culture Crave. Shout out to Julian. Shout out Julian, j5music.com. That's our boy. Follow your boys on Twitter at Ross Cutworth, yeah. at Luke underscore Goosens, at Zach Williamson. I think that's all we got. Yeah. All right. Peace out. You straight, blood. We straight. All right. That's it. We're out of here. Peace. Peace out. Later.